Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is half black Neil, son of Boring Dean. When I'm not being put to sleep by my dad talking to me, I listen to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now here he is, the man I wish was my daddy, the super talented Eric Zane. Did he just say the man who I wish was my daddy? Yeah. Uh, welcome in. That was a uh, half black Neil, boring Dean's son, who was given that name the other day. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I I feel horrible and I sound horrible. My energy is low, but I am here with you, and I am so glad to be here. This will be different as uh, some type of uh, uh, flu, cold, I don't know what the hell's going on. But, uh, okay, yes, back. Holy crap. Oh, it's been a a weird couple of days or so since I started to feel under the weather. If you remember, two days ago at about this time, excuse me, this is how it's going to be. I was like, I kind of feel a sore throat coming on and the energy level was normal as it always is uh, on Tuesday. Felt good. And then uh, I said, you know, if this gets any worse, I'm going to go get a test. And uh, by the way, somebody, um, on because I announced it, I said, hey, folks, I'm take, uh, I got to go get a test. And uh, and then it came back negative. Uh, but then people are like, yeah, sure. you get the sniffles and you go get a test. And it's like, you know, after two years, uh, you think that we would have this down as to the, as to the direction of the spinning world. Okay. It had nothing to do, nothing to do with me being worried about it or whatever and being dramatic and going to get a test. Okay. This was my mindset. Finished the work on Tuesday, the show uh, getting progressively worse. In the middle of the night, it became even more pronounced. I couldn't sleep. And uh, then I'm like, well, now I started having an anxiety attack because I'm like, I'm not really concerned about whether or not if I have it, what I was concerned about is the idea that if I don't go get a test, I mean, I had a busy day Wednesday. First of all, I was going to be in an enclosed box. Hang on. Daisy! Look at her pause again. 
I was going to be in an enclosed box at the hockey game with a bunch of old dudes. I don't want to get those guys sick. And then uh, I've got a, uh, a Wednesday evening endeavor uh, with my uh, uh, super uh, fantastic radio job pushing buttons. And there's people that work there. And I didn't, I didn't want to be, you know, spreading this. That's uh, Again, that's what this is all about. I, I wanted to know for sure. And if I was, in fact, positive, then I obviously would not do the hockey game and would not go to the radio station. That's it. That's all I was thinking about. Of course I was thinking about others. That's how Eric rolls, okay? Not so much worried about me. Uh, thought did cross my mind, though, but not... Uh, I mean, this is no big deal. This is just a sore throat, for God's sake. Probably wasn't uh, much of anything. So... uh it was brutal trying to sleep Tuesday into Wednesday morning. And I'm like, oh, God, this hurts like hell. Holy shit, something's running through me. This is bad news. And I'm like, okay, uh, that's when I decided right then I'm going to make. I can't. I could have done the show yesterday, but what I wanted to do was because uh, there's a little bit of uh, uh, hunting down the right place to get a test. You can't just go and get one. You have to book it. Okay, so. I went to this app that works with my hospital. It's called MyChart. And it says, yeah, the quickest you can get in is Thursday. I was like, ah, fuck. I don't want to get in Thursday. I want right now. So then I uh, went to, I logged into Walgreens. I go, oh, yeah, earliest we can get you in. And the drive-thru uh, is, is Friday. I'm like, ah, shit. No, I want it now. So I called up my pals of the Kent County Health Department. And I go, hey, I need a test. This is what you do. And he directs me to the right place, and uh, but cost me. There's for the other ones, it's free, but this is eighty bucks. Go fuck that! I need to know right now. Eighty bucks it is. Log in, pay your money. It says be here at nine thirty uh, in Holland, Michigan, which is not far away. Drive over that. That okay? Now that would not have happened had I been doing the show. So I'm like, all right, that's it. Put the show aside, and I got a hockey game at eleven. So first thing I did was I contacted the folks at hockey. Everything's screwed up. Can't make it. Okay, no problem. Uh, Call the radio station. Hey, uh, good chance I can't. Well, it's a chance I can't make it if this test is positive. It's it's an evening job, so no big deal. Okay? Head out. I get there. There's a line of people. Everybody's, excuse me, worried about the same damn thing. Stand by. Sorry if you can still hear that, but uh, got a few things going on in my face area that aren't pleasant. I get there and I go, uh, yeah, is this a line for people with appointments? I go, yeah, this is a line for everybody. And man, I tell you what, they got a, it's, uh, I don't even know what the hell it's called. If, if, you, need, if you need them, let me know and I'll, I'll direct you in the right place. But uh, you get right in there and uh, you show that you may, you just hold up your phone. Yeah, I did it. I did. I uh, made the appointment, and then uh, they give you a little swabby. Go stand over there. Two minutes later, I'm walking out of there. Done. Before I got home, I had the uh, negative test result. I'm like, yes, all right, good deal. Let's go home and be sick. So it was. Oh my god. I don't know what was worse. Uh, you know, the, the dealing with the sore throat, which yeah, you know, whatever, you deal with it. 
or uh, the fact that I'm now completely discombobulated. Uh, it, throwing off the routine to a human being, a, a one uh, uh, with a deep rut of routine like me, is, wow, that is not good. Because to me, you know, every single day at about the same time, I'm doing this show. And all of a sudden, I'm not doing the show. Oh, my God. That just messes with me. But I uh, made it through. And then, in fact, I was on, I was, um, I got on the phone with the uh, hockey team at like 9.40 a.m. Now, I need to be, okay, the puck drops at 11. I go, look, I'm, if this comes back negative, I can still make it. Maybe after the warm-up, but I, th- I can still make it. I, you know, what do you say? And they go, well, we've already put in place the uh, uh, no Eric protocol. It's an easy game because it's a, it's a matinee game, and there's, a lot of, uh, it, there's not a lot of things that you would have to do, so don't even worry about it. So I'm like, okay, it's up to you. So that's it. Could use the money. But uh, just because I'm trying to save for a number of things. Uh, but uh, no big deal. At the end of the day, it all worked out. Sure enough, then they, I got the negative test. And uh, okay, off we go. So here we are today. Now, so much to get into. And I want to start with this, okay? Uh, the show, if you are listening to the audio podcast later on, downloadable on all the uh, platforms uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, whatever it may be. If you could, if this is how you consume the show, through audio only, if you would do this for me, it would make me so very happy. Go to twitch.com slash Eric Zane live and hit follow. Okay? That's all I'm going to do is try to get you to follow the show. We'll worry about subscriptions Because, you know, it's weird because for people who don't know Twitch, if I have to explain to them, yeah, you got to follow and then you got to subscribe and then you got to do, no, this is what I'm asking you to do. I want to really get the follows up, people following the the channel on Twitch, which is the audio video live platform each and every day at about this same time. And people are like, well, I don't, I don't watch the show on Twitch. It doesn't matter. Does not matter, okay, as long as you follow. That would be fantastic. Please do that. So if you're listening to the audio podcast, now the reason why I bring it up is because uh, there are thousands of people that listen to the audio podcast every day. I'm not lying to you. It's bigger than it has ever been since I've been doing this. And if every single one of you would just take you five seconds Go to twitch.com slash Eric Zane live. You'll see my page. Just hit follow. That's all I want you to do. Okay. Uh, Thank you in advance. And when you hear me talking about it, don't go, ah, fuck him. Please, please. I, this is super important because I'm trying to build the page and a lot of great things happen when you have followers. So thank you so much. Something is going on in the comments. I, 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 I can see you. I, I know you're misbehaving again. And, I, and not only are you all misbehaving, you're like, ah, he won't give us any 600 seconds. He's not paying attention to the comments. I'm, I'm paying attention to everything. You think I think I don't see that shit? 
not sure. I'm, I'm not exactly sure what is going on. I don't have the energy uh, to track it down. But a lot of people are suggesting that sexy voice Andrea deserves 600 seconds. Sarah Rook Ruck Roosh, who knows me like a sister, would know a brother, says he doesn't have the energy. You're right. I don't. My voice hurts. But I, I can see you people being morons as usual. Hang on a second here. There's Megan. She's known as Tell Your Dog. I said hi. How are you, miss? So listen up. Speaking of Megan at Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid, who, by the way, sponsors the Twitch channel. Thank you. And Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Looking ahead. Mark it down. Thursday, December 23rd. We don't yet have the time secure. But that is the date. Save the date. The day before Christmas Eve. For the second annual Eric Zane Show podcast. Great food giveaway. It's done. Okay. I have. I just heard from Josh. At Meyer. Though there are supply chain issues. Everything is covered. We have all of the pies, we have all of the hams, we have all the supply of canned corn, we have all the supply of bags of potatoes, we have all the supply of jars of gravy. 100 uh, care packages full of those items will be boxed, stacked up in a big wall of food. Cars pull up, no questions asked. Give it to the people. Off they go. Oh my gosh. So there, that is happening. Now, when it comes to paying for all that, we all do it together. Together. Now, uh, if a lot of the, uh, whenever we do fundraisers like this, things like this, it's uh, usually the people who are the ones that are very, the most active on the show. And that's okay if you're, kind of like a silent uh, majority because most people that consume the show are quiet. They listen to the audio or they watch the podcast later and they keep to themselves, which is totally cool. Totally cool. But just know you can be a huge asset to this when it comes to the great food giveaway, because I will be asking you for dollars and cents and then purchasing all of what I just said uh, through my pals at uh, Meyer in uh, Jenison, Michigan. Stand by. Oh, my God. This is a disaster. I feel good. I'm just... Uh, it, actually, I was pretty low energy when I started, but in the past, there's like a warm-up period. I'm, I'm warmed up now. I feel good. I just... My face is full of gross things. So, together, we'll pay for that. And then there... Whatever we raise to pay for that food, the extra food, I'm sorry, the extra cost will then be sent over in a check form to an organization called Kids Food Basket, which is a terrific organization here in West Michigan. This is how we did it last year. 
And if in the event there is any extra food when we're doing the giveaways, which there was not last year, we will immediately transport it off to Mel Trotter Ministries in Grand Rapids, Michigan. But last year we didn't have any. We gave it all away. Santa Pellerito uh, was there holding the sign. Sarah was on the corner of um, Stafford and 44th Street, uh, uh, frightening children and, and, and screaming at people to go get food. Oh, my God. You do not need a megaphone. You just need Sarah. She is a walking uh, audio billboard. She is a promotional tool that must uh, be be incorporated. Absolutely a force of nature. So, and we need volunteers to, you know, do all that we do on uh, that day, Thursday the 23rd. So mark it down. I haven't yet given you a time. But when I say volunteers, what you'll be doing is you'll be taking the products and boxing them, okay? Um, we'll have all the boxes. We'll have all the food, and then they need to be made into 100 boxes. So there you go. I think um, um, in other years, we'll be able to get more, more food and give it away. Uh, but this year, it's it's tricky because everything's hard to get. So thank you, Megan, uh, for working uh, with us again and providing your great business. Uh, to do this, Mike Ball is helping out again. He is uh, a key. He works with these stores quite a bit, so he knows the same people I know, and he has uh, the vehicle to transport the material, all the uh, all the um, food and stuff like that. So, yes, this is going to be awesome. All right? I'm really, really stoked about it again. Uh, a couple more things. Uh, loose ends to tie. On Monday, the 22nd, I'm going to announce who is the recipient of the Bennett Great Flooring Giveaway. Everything's Great Blank Giveaway. The Bennett Great Bennett Flooring Great Flooring Giveaway. Uh, a, a new flooring install into, a, uh, into the home of a person who could use it. Okay, now I have gotten, oh, wow. I, they have come out of the woodwork, and thank you so much. I, um... It is, uh, you know, I might as well um, get in front of this now. That giveaway is the 22nd. And I was talking with um, Jacob and Jason from Bennett Flooring Installation. And I said, there's a lot of people that could use this. Um, I said, I'll, I'll be honest with you. One stands out that I think will end up um, getting it. They're all very worthy. They all tug at your heartstrings um but one stands out more than the others and he says why don't we do it why don't we do two i go what he goes yeah this is what i want you to do i want you to give away one um, and announce a recipient on monday the 22nd and then uh Keep it open so that people can still send emails. And then as we get closer to Christmas, we'll announce another one. So if you've written in, and then on Monday when I announce who the recipient is of this, uh, all those all those other ones, I, I, I keep in a file folder. And, um, you know, and I, and I have to discern. I have to read them and decide, okay, well, this is all, these are all people. It's a very difficult decision, but... Uh, uh, it all seems to work out. 
So I want to say every single one of these should get a flooring installed, but um, we will be doing two. So that's extremely kind and generous of, uh, of the boys at Bennett Flooring Installation. But don't hesitate if you're like, hey, you know, I mean, and that's, that's not easy to do. Uh, look at um, your situation, whatever it may be, and kind of give me the gory details. This is similar to what we did on holiday break-ins. Uh, but, um, you know, and you, but the difference is you can definitely nominate yourself or nominate someone else. I've gotten um, several of uh, examples of all of those things. Reach out to me, eric at ericzaintshow.com, and we will get that started. Uh, one more thing, odds and ends, that I want to uh, address. I heard from uh, Allison over at uh, Harbor Humane, and uh, she asked me to mention this to you guys. Ba-ba-ba-ba, sending good vibes, see your feeling under the weather. So Harbor Humane is, um, you know, uh, no-kill animal shelter, the no-kill animal shelter in Ottawa County, Michigan, and... Uh, constantly uh many many moving parts in order to pull off what they do there and expense and one of the things they do to help uh move the meter is a resale store all right uh it had been located uh in an area known as the shops at west shore uh in uh in that in the holland area and it's now moving to the corner of waverly and chicago drive in holland okay that's known as cedar village Okay, so if you are in that neck of the woods, the resale store is moving to the corner of Waverly and Chicago Drive in Holland. They're having a grand opening celebration coming up on Saturday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. She asked me to mention it for you, so there you go. Just keep them in mind. Uh, fantastic organization that are um, um, that work very, very hard for the uh, very vulnerable pet community, as you can, uh, as you can imagine. Uh, today we almost had a brawl and, uh, it's a damn good thing. We had Daisy out of here because before the show started, Diana comes walking in, Bruce turns into a watchdog goes, Ruff! and, uh, to bark at Diana thinking it's like an intruder that sets Daisy off. She wants to kick Bruce's ass. And so she tr- attacks him. We have to separate them, get him out of here, get her out of here. Oh my God. Uh, so it seems like they've calmed down. Thank God. Thank God. Stand by. I took some uh, Vicks Dayquil. And that medicine really dries you out. And uh, I get this ridiculous dry mouth. And uh, just par for the course. I'm trying not to complain so much. Could be worse. All right, where the hell am I? I was all set Wednesday to tell you this ridiculous story because I took one of the cats to the vet on Tuesday evening. Uh, Lincoln, the one-eyed cat, uh, I noticed he had like, it looked like the back of his... uh, uh, on his back, like if you can picture the base of the, do- the the cat's tail and then work your way up about four inches, the hair there, the fur, seemed to be uh, matted and stupid looking and not 
uh, see, because the cat is super soft and his fur is luxurious. Great, great, really soft cat. But on the back of his, uh, on his back, it, the, the hair was not. It was, it was like something was wrong and he had a lot of uh, uh, dander, uh, cat dander, almost some type of dermatitis. Didn't know what it was. So I got this uh, brush. I thought oh, he needs to be brushed. And his brush is called the Furminator. And it's really a badass brush. You can use it on, and I, I dragged it, and it's like all of his hair came out. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Now, it wasn't like there was a bald spot, but huge chunks of hair. So I'm like, Jesus, this is ridiculous. I got to make an appointment for him. Okay, yeah, and they said he needs some vaccinations too, so yeah, bring him on in. So that was that was Wednesday and uh, or Tuesday. I bring him in there. Now, the cat is quite fat i mean he's obese he's way too big and what this boils down to is you feed both cats milo will eat his food but not all of it lincoln will come up and eat milo's food that's a problem so for years and years the cat has been doing that the cat is fat as shit uh i think the cat should weigh about 11 pounds and then uh so i walk into there and um Doc says, okay, put him on the scale. And uh, I, I, well, actually, it was the tech, you know, the, uh, the getting all the vitals. And I, I'm lifting him out, and I have to grunt. He's so damn heavy. And they, they put him on the scale, and he's just like, he doesn't move. He's just pfft, right on the scale. He's pissed. And he's 20. He's way too heavy. And the fat is just hanging off of him. And right above them, there's like a chart of different cat body uh, types. And uh, you want to be like on number five, sleek, uh, can't really feel the ribs, but can't really feel the fat either. And if you look uh, at him from above, he doesn't look like round. Well, Lincoln is like, uh, there's nine degrees of cat fat. He would be like 15. He's that fat. I'm like, oh, shit. So Doc comes in and... uh, She's taking a look at uh, at the fur. She's talking about how he's fat. I go, yeah, I know. She goes, well, what are we going to do about that? So she makes me commit to paying more attention. She goes, okay, so when you feed them both, uh, let let them eat. And when it's they're done eating, put the food back. Don't let it hang out. Because the second you take your eyes off of it, you know, a little bit of time's going to pass. Lincoln's going to eventually eat all his, and then he's going to go and eat Milo's. So I'm like, what about Milo? She says, well, you're going to figure it out. And he comes back around begging for food, then give him some food. Only feed him when you're in there. You can watch him. All right, I can do that. I go, you know, if anybody can do this, I can do this, because I'm home all the time. So, like, when I go downstairs later on after the show, Milo's going to be all pissed off and say, why the, why the fuck you take my food, asshole? I'll be like, okay, I, here, I'll give it to you now. And then Lincoln will be sitting there with one eye staring at me like, oh, I need, can't wait to go get more food. So then she's, uh, she goes, I don't see any real problem with, okay, I, I've got a theory as to why this fur was all matted, why it all fell out. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, doc, doc, give it to me slow. It's got to be something serious. She goes, no. He's too fat to reach this spot on his body to groom himself. So that's what's happening. I go, what? 
Yeah, if, if he doesn't have the ability to groom himself, the hair is going to fall out. It's going to be, it's going to look like this. If a cat can't groom a portion of, of his or her body, it, this is what you get. I go, so are you telling me the cat is such a fat ass, can't reach this spot? Yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you. A, a cat that's not fat, like yours. She goes, look at your other cat. Does your other cat have this? No, it's because the other cat's not a fat fuck. So this fat fucking cat is so fat that this I had to bring him to the vet for them to tell me he's too fucking fat. Pay me $250, please. Now, truth be told, he got a couple vaccinations that he was he needed. You have to have rabies, a rabies vaccination or some other one, even though he's an indoor cat. You got to gotta do it. Oh, God. So the cat was so fucking fat that this is what happened. Unbelievable. So, uh, but he's fine. But now I got to, I got to get this cat to lose some weight. They go, here's the problem. You don't get the cat to lose weight. Cats have a tendency to get diabetes. I go, well, yeah, that's, I'm in that same boat. I can't, I got to watch what I eat too. She goes, yeah, well, watch it with him. Give him a little less food. Make sure he doesn't eat his brothers. And then that's it. Holy shit. Uh, So there's that. Today, moving on, next topic. I'm sitting here. Queen of the Forest comes walking in. Okay, I'm off to work. And uh, got that. Can you do this for me? Can you do this for me? Yes. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Sounds good. Um, And then she says, and I need another big favor. And I go, what is it? She says, you need to have a talk. I'm going to probably like uh, keep my voice down a little bit. You need to have a talk with my brother. Uh, the NFK. Hold on. Knowing my luck is going to walk in here. In fact, I better turn the monitor on so that I can see if that door opens. If you recall, in July, the queen of the forest... And her cousin, Mimi, and the NFK's cousin, had a uh, come to Jesus with him about washing his asshole. Uh, he, she's been suspecting he is no longer watching his asshole. So, uh, just little hints, things along the way. And so she says to me, Uh, he doesn't listen to me, so can you do it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I will. I will do it. I'll do exactly what you tell me to do. So later on, as soon as this podcast is done, uh, I have to go give him the old, hey, buddy. uh, And I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I'm going to nip this in the bud. So it's going to be a strong nipping. There's going to be plenty of nip going on in this one, okay, I'm going to not only, uh, not, and, and I got to, I, I, I want to rage out. I want to scream at him and just throw him in the tub or throw him outside and hose him down. But I got to do this. I got to have some, some tact here. So um, it, I think this requires a little bit more than just, hey, do you think you can? And then that's it. I think I, think I need to be polite 
brief, to the point. Um, so let's do a little role playing. Buddy, um, your sister has told you about this in the past. I know that, and I've kind of stayed away. But um, uh, you're not showering again, and um, that has to happen. You have to wash your asshole. And I, what I want to know is, can you explain to me, though? I mean, this is something that even the, the, uh, the, a person who is, like, on the street homeless still craves to be clean. You actually seem happy and comfortable with smelling like a dirty asshole. Can you take me through what is going on? Can you help me to understand? Uh, Marcy says sometimes not showering can be a symptom of depression. Hmm. Okay, but that's weird because, you know, he has everything he wants. Uh, to, uh, Sarah says maybe he can't reach it like the cat. Well, okay, we have made every provision for him. We have bought him these implements of destruction for asshole washing that he can reach and grab. There, There is no excuse. There is absolutely no excuse. He is a million percent lazy. That is the Eric Zancho podcast diagnosis. Um, he has to do this. So today... Um, that is going to happen. Just know that after this podcast ends, I'm going to be, hey, buddy, can you mute the TV? I need, I need a word. And then he's going to lie to me and say, yeah, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been, uh, you know, taking showers. And I'm going to be like, dude, you can't. Okay, do I lie to you? Do I, have I ever lied to you? No, I have not. And I don't ask much. I don't ask anything. You can live here till the day you die. But the one thing that you have to do, you have to, the only way that you can actually screw this up is by not washing your asshole, okay? By not taking a bath. Andrea says, you need a bidet. Well, no, we need more than a bidet. We need a desire to get clean, okay? That's what we need, you know? Uh, and when I say clean his asshole, I'm referring to his entire body, his feet, his underarms, his balls, his face, his neck, his chest, his hair. Okay. Uh, so I have to actually go downstairs and give a 60-year-old man a pep talk about washing his asshole. My God. Oh. Holy shit. Stand by. I need a drink. Oh, just the worst. Kenny says, just tell him you got the new water bill and it shows water usage has gone down again. No, I don't even need to do that. I don't, I don't like to play games. I just like to say, yeah, dude, I, I, I know that. I know you're not. And, um, you know, frankly, we don't appreciate this. We don't ask, I'm going to make him feel bad. And uh, that's that's what it takes. That's what it takes. We don't like this. We, we, we cannot stand the fact that you are gross. So uh, 
we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do something like right now, right now. Holy shit! How awful is this? All right. First of all, as I indicated, follow the show on Twitch. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on YouTube. Search Eric Zancho on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Thumbs up, bell notification, all that stuff. Brought to you by Frank the Tank Fuss. I'm on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter, at Eric Zancho. These are all uh, cost-free things, things that don't cost you anything. That really help the show, especially Twitch. Twitch is the big one uh, that I need you to follow. Uh, so if you could do that, it's kind of like a handbook of things that you that I need you to do in order to help the show grow. Follow on Twitch, follow on Facebook, follow on YouTube, follow on Twitter. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And if you're short of content, if the stuff I do on the free podcast every day is not enough, Follow me on Patreon. Subscribe to the Patreon channel. Stand by. We're up to uh, 15 plus hours. I should say 15 plus hours of material goes up there each and every week. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, it is, uh, I have the Patreon bonus podcast every day. I have uh, smarter than a former drug dealer trivia this week. Dale. Uh, taking on Chris K. Uh, I have the Insane Asylum, which I'll publish today, which is a two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100. The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast and the Lost Zane recordings. All there for you. Uh, I suggest just trying it out. Five bucks a month. Just try it out for one month. One month. That way, if you're like, ah, it's just not for me. I don't have time for it. I don't even, I don't even watch it. I don't even listen to it. Uh, whatever. Then, you know, then you'll know. But if you're like, hey, uh, th- there's plenty of d- d- day left in the workday when Zane gets done with the free podcast. I could use something more to listen to. That's how that works. That's what that is there for. And the money that you put into it uh, directly keeps the show going. That is the first thing that I uh, put out uh, that people were like, holy shit. Uh, I was like, Jesus we can do this for a living. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I want to take a... No, no, I don't want to do that. Pardon me. Uh, and the Open is brought to you today by Dumpster Divers. 616-375-9962. DumpsterDiversLLC.com. If you are in need of a dumpster or some demolition work, maybe you need... Uh, a uh, house gutted all the way down to the studs. They do that for you at Dumpster Divers. They throw it right into their, into their own dumpster. Junk removal. You got a bunch of crap uh, that needs to be picked up. They will do that for you. Maybe you redid your roof or something like that on your own. You need uh, you need a dumpster there and the, somebody to pick all the stuff up that you threw off. Hell, you should have a dumpster there in the first place when you, when you throw the stuff off the roof. Dumpster Divers can help you with that. Their dumpsters, to rent them, are much less expensive than everybody else's. 616-375-9962. Again, the number 616-375-9962 for dumpster divers. While I'm at it, Blue Frost IT, they sponsor the Twitter page, the managed IT service provider for the Eric St. Show podcast. Blue Frost IT if uh, you have a small or medium-sized business and you have no one to kind of like um, keep an eye on your tech, well, that could be a big problem if 
something goes wrong, virus, I don't know. Just something happens to your uh, systems. Uh, time is money. And if no one there has the expertise to do that, you're going to be in a world of hurt when you try to figure this out. It would be great if you already had Blue Frost IT as your managed IT service provider. Yeah, Alan, hey, it's uh, so-and-so at uh, Dumpster Divers. Uh, if you could, please uh, uh, help us out. And he will remote in or he'll boots on the ground, come see you and fix the problem. Blue Frost IT info at bluefrostit.com is their email. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And then finally, for this uh, segment of ads, our friends at uh, Prince Arming, they have gun school tonight. I don't know if you'd be able to sign up for that one. You, you might be able to if, you're, uh, if you want a last-minute change. Just uh, find them on Facebook by going to my website, ericsaintshow.com, and click on the Prince Arming logo. Or there is the Black Friday class. The day after Thanksgiving, next Friday, is an all-day affair. So while the rest of the family's out shopping, you're like, man, I've been meaning to take this class to get my CPL. Zane's been talking about it forever. This is how you do it. You get out of the house on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, uh, and take the class. When the class is done, on that Friday, you have your little certificate that says you passed the test, and then you take that off to your uh, county in Michigan and you say, here you go. Here's my proof. And then uh, you sign up for your uh, pistol license. There you go. If you've always wanted to carry your pistol concealed, uh, call or text Steve Prince at 616-204-1705. That's 616-204-1705. Need a drink. Stand by. Corey Benjamin used to play in the NBA. He was on the Bulls. He was the guy who, um, after Jordan retired, was like... Uh, I can beat Michael Jordan in one-on-one. Michael Jordan came out of retirement, and they played a game of one-on-one, and Michael Jordan kicked his ass. Oh, he played a few years in the NBA. They went, he wandered off to a couple other teams, like overseas. And, uh, okay, so that was it. Well, he's speaking out, and he's shocked and outraged because his daughter who's a giant and much bigger than all of the other 14-year-old girls in the uh, California uh, rec basketball league, is an absolute menace to society. Okay? So check this out. This is uh, example A of Corey Benjamin's daughter behaving like a maniac. Okay, uh, the video does a good job of showing you who she is. Okay, there she is. She's a big girl. She's tall. She's much stronger. And uh, the 22 is guarding her. Girl with the arrow on her is going to throw an elbow right there, right there. And then she's going to slug her. Look at her. And then she goes after the other chick. Let's watch that again. 
boom, elbow, and then left, left, right. And then she goes after the little white chick. It's like, oh, shit, there's a giant black chick chasing me. Fuck, oh, God. So, you know, she goes uh, from zero to 100 just like that. Oops, sorry, someone else getting their ass beat. I don't know what the hell that is. Then there's this one. Uh, this is the most recent one. This is the one that got the all the uh, talking heads uh, uh, focused on her. Watch this one. Okay, here she is. Okay. She's just walking down the court. And... Uh, Gets the ball. Watch the shot she takes. First of all, she sucks. Watch where the ball goes. Wank. Okay. Now, she gets tangled up with this other kid who's much smaller than, than her. And and it doesn't look like the, the kid who's trying to, like, uh, interfere with the shot really does anything. It looks like the, the big girl kind of just gets tangled up and falls down. Now, watch this. Watch this. Oh. Oh, my goodness. That is hard to watch. Holy moly. What a... She just slugs her. Oh. Well, that kid out like a light, and she was in bad shape. Um, Like a really bad concussion and, uh, you know, lights out. Um, so that kid is, um, is just an absolute mess. The kid is hurt. The one kid is hurt. And then this kid is just some lunatic. So the dude, Corey Benjamin is speaking out about this. He's kind of throwing the mom under the bus. I guess he, uh, uh, you know, he's not with the mom and, uh, and, and then he is, he's taking full responsibility as best as he can. Um, he said, uh, he has issued an apology over his daughter's actions telling NBC LA this week as a father, I'm shocked and disappointed at my daughter's behavior. This is not a reflection of the values and standards that my family holds, nor does it exemplify the values, character, and spirit of sportsmanship that the game of basketball requires. My daughter made a mistake. Benjamin continued one that she will need to make right. You see, I always hate that. I always hate made a mistake. I always, I mean, I understand the parent defending the kid to some degree and trying to make this as uh, little of a problem as possible. But this guy knows uh, that his kid is an asshole. He needs to say, my daughter is a sick lunatic and it's all because of her mother. And he actually did do that. He actually said something to that effect. Satan, he kind of indicated in another clip that another, uh, uh, more of the, apology apology that he's blaming it on the mom uh he says i am i'm committed to getting my daughter any help she may need and support her and taking accountability uh for her conduct well the mother of this uh second kid who just went down who got pretty badly hurt uh is is i think there's a big there's a lawsuit brewing if there isn't one already but my god um, this one, if that was my daughter, I would have gone and beat the shit out of her parents. Uh, and, uh, I'm thinking she needed her ass beat years ago. You missed the boat, dad. Probably, probably. 
Uh, Kenny says that's not a mistake. That's effing bullying. I think it's worse than that. That is uh, that is that is a an assault, and uh, and and that kid should be uh, subjected to the the full uh, scope of the law for such an assault. This is someone who will spend the rest of her life uh, doing that to people. Uh, holy shit! Kate says, did he just find out about how his daughter behaves? Probably not. He's probably only saying this because he used to be a semi-famous person. But she is a sick, crazy bitch, to be sure. I mean, it's so much bigger than the other kids. And she just swings that arm crazy. What an absolute asshole. More idiots misbehaving in sports. We got a kind of like a, a whole sequence of sports assholes here. Duke basketball. One of the most storied programs in the history of college basketball. The head coach is Mike Krzyzewski. His son is Michael Savarino. His son is great. Not his son. His grandson is Michael Savarino. Uh, he got shit-faced, cops say, and was driving around uh, on campus. He was arrested on suspicion of DWI. Uh, him and another guy, star freshman Paolo Banchero, is are reportedly facing a charge of aiding. He's facing a charge of aiding and abetting DWI. We're reviewing a legal matter involving two members of the men's basketball team, Krzyzewski said in a statement. Any further actions as a result of the situation will ultimately be determined by the, uh, it's always coach speak. Uh, Savarino was pulled over early Sunday after running through a stop sign. He was given a breathalyzer test after showing signs of impairment, showed a blood alcohol content of 0.08. Savarino taken into police custody while Benchero was released at the site of the traffic stop. Uh, they'll both appear in court in early December. Um, their status of Tuesday, and that would be a couple days ago, versus Gardner-Webb was yet to be announced. I would hope that they didn't play. Banchero is one of the top prospects for the 2022 NBA draft if he opts to leave Duke after his freshman season. Why do these kids even, why, why do these top-notch players even bother going to college? Just go right into the NBA G League. I mean, what? My God, what's the point? Hang on, water. Oh, God, these next few days are going to be a slog. Ugh. Absolute disaster. I hope it doesn't suck. Stand by. Ugh. Uh, bah, 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 bah. And more, more about idiots. Update, by the way. Uh, we missed your meathead yesterday. We would have anyway. Um, why? Why did? Oh, because I was starting early. I was supposed to start early yesterday. We will do dear meathead tomorrow on the show. Um, more stupidity. Speaking of drunk driving, Henry Ruggs the third. If you remember, that was the dude, 100, of course you remember, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, had his whole future ahead of him, set to make millions upon millions of dollars, despite the NFL having in place a, uh, a ride service for their players. The NFL actually has in each town, like, people ready to go 
to transport you in the event if you need a ride. Think about that. So not only, I mean, for you and I, we call that Uber or Lyft. They have that too. And they have their own uh, uh, handlers to get them places to keep them from, uh, you know, getting uh, in, in the weeds like this. That did not stop Henry Ruggs from getting in his car, smash into that woman at uh, 3.30 in the morning at 156 miles an hour. Her car bursts into flames. One of the worst stories I've ever heard. Holy shit. This is why, I mean, if you're, uh, if you're, if you're Krzyzewski's grandson, knowing that, you know, you have this in your, you know, right in front of you, this incident that just happened, and yet here you are behaving like this, my God, let this be a reminder. Uh, Ruggs, uh, the woman then whose vehicle that he hit after the car burst into flames, she died, burned there. All these people were shooting video here. Ah, oh my God. It's one of the worst things that's ever happened. Uh, he's arrested. This idiot. Talk about, you know, some people just won't ever get it. Um, the judge is already or has ordered him back to court. This I, I, I should probably have got an update on this beforehand, but uh, a judge on Wednesday ordered him back to court um, after hearing that uh, Ruggs missed a required alcohol test. So basically, all he has to do, as because he got out on bond, like $150,000 bond after he killed that woman. They go, all right, uh, you got a tether. You got to stay in your house uh, while we sort this shit out and let the legal process unfold. Yes, stay in your home. But, uh, I mean, yes, you're not in jail, but, you, you know, don't drink anything. Don't get in the car. Stay in your house. That's it. How fucking hard is it? And they also said, don't drink any alcohol and you have to submit a piss test. Fucking idiot. He he didn't. He didn't do the piss test or whatever test it is you do to determine that you're drinking. Uh, the lawyers for rugs. I'm sure that they're like, oh, fuck. They, I, they probably like, look, uh, we didn't want this case. He's he's a, uh, our word rhymes with me marted. He's a stupid moron. Uh, Lock him up. But instead, they have to say, they have to make up some story for their client. Uh, Lawyers, Ruggs' lawyers told Justice of the Peace, Suzanne Bauckham, that Ruggs self-tested negative shortly after missing one of his calls for a breath test. That's how they do it. Uh, Last week. Stand by. I mean, of all the things, you'd think after you just killed somebody in the... And uh, one of the one of the biggest stories of the year, you would play by the rules. Uh, Rugs attorney David Chesnoff blamed the delay on trouble with testing equipment. A note posted later in the court record shows that Rugs missed a test at four forty one p.m. Uh, this might be a scenario where he has to do it at home, and then it talks to whoever is on the other end of the uh, of the internet with that info. Uh, Saturday and that he completed a client initiated remote breath test at 628 p.m. The alcohol monitoring agency noted that it cannot confirm Mr. Ruggs' sobriety sobriety during this point in time and said his attorney provided an updated phone number for text notification for Ruggs' remote breath test. Man, 
Ooh, you idiot. 22-year-old Ruggs was not in court Wednesday for a brief hearing during which Bauckham declined his lawyer's request for a court order to obtain fire department records about the November 2nd crash and fire. She said she'd reconsider if they can't find those, get those records themselves. My God. His, his blood alcohol uh, after the crash was 0.16, twice the legal limit for drivers in Nevada. Unbelievable. Again, if this guy dodges jail time, it will be an absolute, well, it wouldn't surprise me. There's been um, precedents in the past for famous people with a lot of money to somehow skate on this. I can't tell you how helpless of a feeling. I can only imagine, I should say, how helpless of a feeling that would be after you just lost a loved one like that. And then, holy shit, you got to fucking sit through a trial with this piece of shit. And I mean, it would, if that were me, and then if he ended up skating, it would, you'd have to really get some serious mental help. Okay. I'm the type of person that always has like, uh, I'm always out for vengeance. You know, I'm always in these little personal battles. That's what I've told you about how I've got to let this go with free beer, how this is killing me. I can't, this is what I talked about in confession the other day. I looked at, uh, um, father and I go, Look, uh, I can't get over this. I hate this guy. I want to kill him. I said, I told him that. I go, I can't, uh, I can't let it go. And uh, I fantasize about strangling him all the damn time. And I don't know what to do. I know this is wrong. He goes, okay. All right. Um, you know, you don't have to. He goes, there's a, there's an old thing that says forgive and forget. He goes, uh, I'm not asking you to forget. I'm asking you to forgive and learn. I go, what are you talking about? You don't have to be buddies with anybody who you don't like. Let it go. Flush it. Quit hating on them. And ignore them. That's it. Just let it go. I would have to do that. But I don't know if I could do that. That sounds so fucked up to me. Holy shit. Hello, sir. Hey, buddy. How are you? Oh, uh, you know, man, Zoom, dude. Whatever, Zoom. Sorry about that. It's uh, it's uh, continued uh, uh, struggles. It's cool. I uh, I did I signed into that original link, um, so you can see me. Yeah, yeah. I um, well, I. <laughs> I have I have no clue what's happening. <laughs> but uh, anyway, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Are we are we live on the air right now? Yep. <laughs> okay. So what's going on in your world, man? Uh, just just kind of stuff. Um, the first thing I was going to mention is I was I, I was going to talk about this last week, and of course I didn't because I'm an idiot. But um, funny thing, I started thinking about this. Not last show, but the show before that, when I was talking about how Jared Goff is retarded, um, and you were like, you were like, ah, like I, you know, I wouldn't say that. That's uh, that's a, you know, that's a bad word. You know, I would, I would want to get, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, the funny part is, like, you gave me like that huge lesson, and then immediately after I got off the podcast, you started making fun of Kenny and like doing a voice pantomime of him sounding retarded and so you were like don't say retarded but you can act it out pretty good on that oh, yeah. well, <laughs> I mean uh, 
Yeah, I, I would. My my wife would kill me if I actually used the word. But I mean, Kenny is not uh, uh, the R word. Rhymes with me, Marted. But he <laughs> he, uh, he occasionally hit. The, the, what I've been told was that uh, a lot of these uh, zaniacs they all have various uh, character tendencies that need to be highlighted, and there's only a handful of them that have earned that. And, uh, well, I tell you, it's been, uh, it's been a joy. It's been a joy to do those impressions of them. Well, hell, I do one of you. Yeah, that's my <laughs> favorite one. I am drinking Panera coffee right now, too. That's right, man. I got, hey, Eric Zane. Hey, Eric Zane, here's the deal. I got my Panera coffee. Yes. So that's all I got. That's, that's, the, only, that's the only impersonation I can do of you is just talking about your damn coffee. That's cool. <laughs> So, okay, so there's that. What else is burning on your brain? Well, I was, was going to kind of, I, I kind of thought out, like, my strategy for this show. So that was my little segue of bringing that up was to actually talk about how Jared Goff's retarded because I don't know if you saw the game, but at the end of the first quarter, Jared Goff had negative one passing yards. Yeah. yeah. And I was, so here's the thing. I've watched a lot of Lions games in my life, and I've seen some bad quarterbacks, but that was the first game in my entire career. Um, well, I don't have a career in my entire career of watching the games where I was 100% certain I could have had more than negative one passing yards oh. in a quarter, even as pedestrian pilot, like, like stick me in a uniform out there. Um, no, no training. I don't have to know the playbook. I think I could still get more than negative one passing yards. He, uh, what's remarkable about him is I think he, um, when he was with, uh, the Rams, he was, he went to like two pro bowls. Yeah, yeah, you definitely you 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 start to realize. Yeah, Sean McVay, the Rams coach, is pretty brilliant. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he went to two Pro Bowls. He was a first round draft pick, um, and then he gets. I mean, he is. Uh, I can't. Um, I can't even begin to think how terrible the Lions' backups must be if they're leaving Goff in there. I know. I, I don't get it. I, I mean, I, I seriously, negative one passing yards. Then I think at halftime he had 11 yards. So he got a little 12 yards in there um, well, in one quarter. I was, I, seriously, so like, I, like I told you last week, uh, my buddy and his family came over. So it was a good time. A lot of positive energy, which led to the tie, I feel like. But, yeah, we were both sitting there like, there's just no. Because him and I played football together in, in middle school and high school. So where I was like, dude, definitely we could be better than that well what's interesting though is he is uh, and kyle talks kyle another kyle writes his offensive line is a disaster and uh he he doesn't have any time he gets sacked and uh these guys haven't quite figured out how to block for him yet you know yeah we, we have had some issues but in pittsburgh even though I, I i read that and i understand that that wasn't the game plan to throw the ball but the offensive line played pretty good dude um and it, you, uh, you were talking about, um, well, uh, we were talking about uh, Goff and the, the idea of him going to the Super Bowl. There, there was a story I was seeing that's kind of unrelated to this, but it's still, it's football. The New England Patriots with uh, Mac Jones, I think, is their quarterback. Yeah. A lot of people are saying that that team is coming together and they're not only going to make the playoffs, some people are suggesting they might even be able to make the Super Bowl this year. There, uh, that's the funny thing is, um, based off, uh, from what I understand, I, I, I couldn't explain it to you very well in detail now, um, but I read like a pretty, um, detailed exposition on how their offense works. And, um, as long as the quarterback gets it, 
which, you know, Cam Newton didn't get it. But, like, is the, if the quarterback gets it, it's a brilliant offense where, like, and, again, I can't really explain it, but, like, instead of uh, normally where, like, a receiver, you know, if, if they're playing zone defense and, like, a receiver runs to a spot or whatever, yeah, it's based off the quarterback. So the quarterback's basically going to throw it to a spot and the receiver has to figure out yeah. and know where he's going to throw it. So that's brilliant, really. You know what I mean? That's brilliant. Yeah. Timing, so, like, timing. A so lot if the quarterback of... gets it, yeah, they're going to be good, dude. So I don't know, man. This is just uh, God. And they uh, the way that game went down, the most recent game, I mean, the fact that they tied. Well, you know, there's some silver lining. They are undefeated in November, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, had- that was, seriously, I mean, I knew it was bad. I'm like, Ryan Santoso, okay. Oh, that kicker, that was so horrible. My God, the way, I- it, the way he, when he kicked it, the fact that it had barely got over the line of scrimmage, I mean, off of the, it, went, it barely made it over the, I thought it was going to hit his own guys in the back, you know? Yeah. And See, that's where, in situations like that, like I saw, you see pictures of him, right? And again, if I'm the HR lady of the Detroit Lions and S- Brad Holmes wants to sign Ryan Santoso, I just look at a picture of him and I go, don't do it. Just don't oh, yeah. sign him. He, he, that, he, he looks, looks a, weird. He looks, he looks like up. he's going to you know, potentially take some kids down into a basement. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't sign him. He had and this. Um, <laughs> they did sign him and he lost. He, well, he didn't lose in the game. He tied them in the game. I mean, I'm not so mad about the field goal, although that was bad. I'm mad about the extra point. Dude. Yeah. We, all we needed was the extra point, and that we win the game. So typical. So typical. And the way that kick, you know, it kind of it, it, it landed like the 10-yard line, and, and it, it rolled to like the 3-yard line. It was so impossibly terrible. It was hysterical. I know. It was, it was rough. Yes. And he's gone, by the way. Somebody suggested, just wrote down, Chris wrote down that they already released him. They, they got they got somebody else in there. But, you know, they're going to be terrible, yeah. too. The whole team's a disaster. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay, what else is cooking on your brain there, Kyle, from Dumpster Dumpster? All right, let me look here. Um, I wrote some things down, of course. Um, also, um, I, don't, I don't know what I said also. Oh, yeah, that's why I said also. I um, Last week, somebody wrote on, and the, the Lachatsky, um, that said something like, oh, God, I can't remember, like Kyle eats paint chips or something, I don't know, something like that. Okay. Like we're... You know, it has affected my brain or whatever. But you know what that reminded me of? And here's the funny thing. Here's a little true story. Um, early 90s, so world was different. Parenting was different. But um, my older sister, uh, she was she's five years older than me. And, you know, she had a younger sibling, so she was pissed about it. She was pissed that I was getting all the attention. I was like two or three or something like that. But anyways... Um, she gave me laundry detergent and made me drink it. Not like a lot, you know what I mean? Like a little bit. Um, and so here I am like two or three. Or so I drank the laundry detergent and, you know, my mom got up, you know, she like flew into the room after that. And like, found out. But here's the thing. I never ate paint chips, but I have drank laundry detergent wow. as a small child. No. And it is, I mean, I don't know how laundry detergent might clean out the old, the old brain, but oh, yeah. it might have affected me. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, the, the fact that you're, uh, yeah, and I can only imagine you immediately puked or, or your mother had to call poison control because I did something similar too, but I didn't have a sibling do it to me. The fact that you're, how much older is she than you? Five years. Okay, so she was like seven and you were two or three? 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, she should be charged for that. She should. Be, <laughs> she should be she's old. She was old enough to be arrested. You know. Like I said, it was the early '90s, dude. It was like it was like the beginning of America devolving into a you know a corporatist type yeah. culture. You know? Has she gone? Has she lost her mind since then? Is she like living on the street? I mean, what's the story on your sister? Yeah, no, she's just uh, she actually started like a nonprofit. So you know, she's uh, she turned it around a little bit. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I see uh, Wings Guy 71 says it's uh, the Tide Pod Challenge must have been a piece <laughs> of cake for you after chugging detergent. Yeah, um, I did not do the Tide Pod Challenge. Uh, but I will say, as somebody who went to school for advertising, like two Super Bowls ago maybe when they were doing those Tide commercials, yeah, that was that was good shit. I mean, I didn't even plan on top, but those, those were good commercials. That's how you do it. I don't Everybody even remember what they did. Well, I don't remember what the hell they did. Remember they had like, the guy from Stranger Things on there, and um, they kept tricking you into thinking it was an ad for something else, and then they'd be like, "It's a tight ad," and then like, it was good. Dude. They didn't eat it, did they? They didn't what? They didn't eat do a tight ad. All right. Well, okay. Uh, I am sorry about the uh, connection issue again. I am no, I am no closer now than I was before. Is there anything else you need to get off your chest, Kyle, from Dumpster Dive? Yeah, a couple quick things. Um, first thing was I for about last week I re-listened to the show when yeah. I had um, the wrong part of it muted. I just said that T way too hard. Muted. Um, and that was the beginning of the last show. That was rock, dude. When I came on and like I was in the wrong time frame compared to you and I was just talking and you were like, <laughs> I think at one point you're like, this is pissing me off. Oh, <laughs> I don't even think I know what you're talking about. You remember? Uh, re, well, I don't know if you re listened to the show. It's re-listened to last Thursday when I popped on. Um, remember we were trying to figure out like the video issues and all that kind of stuff. And I was like a couple seconds behind you. Okay. And yeah. it was just a disaster. Anyway, the point is it was very funny to listen to. Yes. And, uh, and I think that it can only be surpassed by the disaster of attempting to do what we did today. Yeah. So but, I, you know, I apologize for that. I, um, I I'll, uh, I'll take it to the woodshed and try to figure that out. Yeah, take it to the woodshed of Twitch, the Twitch shed, and just see what happens. Uh, Corey is, uh, he's a big guru in, in Discord. He's suggesting doing it on there. And I'm like, dude, here's the thing. This does have the capability of that, but I just don't know how to do it. And I've, uh, they, they know, this is, this is, again, this is 51-year-old brain, not just not getting it. I, I think I've exhausted the, my ability to actually process so i again i don't know what the hell is going on uh, <laughs> yeah 51 that's a that's a rough year for sure yes and my <laughs> brain is not right i was i was sick as uh, sick as a dog yesterday i'm sick as a dog today so i'm just trying to get my ass through this oh uh, yeah that's right you, yeah i read that that you posted that about having the cold having a cold or whatever yeah it's just uh, it's just typical winter cold i thought of, I, I went and got tested just to be sure but uh it, it's not i'm negative but I just feel like shit. And then I took cold medicine, so that's not good either. So it's like, oh, my God. So. Eric Zane, I am going to impart some knowledge upon you that may save your life. Please. Um, what you should do, and I, I don't work for these people or anything, so that, like, they don't give me a commission for talking about this crapola. But um, what I do every single morning is actually – 
when I caught when we caught we're talking on the phone this morning trying to figure out that's what I was doing. You drink. I have apple cider vinegar, unfiltered, raw, with the mother. Uh, that you can buy it at Myers. Um, Braggs is the ba- is the brand or whatever. You take apple cider vinegar. You take a big old shot ski of that, kind of like you're boozing, but you're not boozing. It's apple cider vinegar and it tastes bad. But you take a big old shot of that in the morning. Um, then I take you know vitamins or like my vitamin or whatever. Um, and I never get. I, I haven't been sick in I don't know five years, six years, and that was when I started doing it. Wait, so I do that, and I also do nasal rinses if I if I ever feel like you know I might get sick. Then I do a nasal rinse. You don't you don't get sick. So wait a minute. The apple cider vinegar that's part of a preventative uh, regimen. Yeah, so what apple cider vinegar does is when it goes into your body, here's the thing, the human body gets sick when you, like your your overall pH is like too acidic. Um, it's similar to, you know, like if you're in a big ass crowd of people, like that's when you're going to get claustrophobic. Similar thing, right? So when your body's too acidic, that's when you get sick, right? So apple cider vinegar lowers your pH to make you more basic or you know, swing more towards the base side. And when your body is more basic and less acidic, like shit, like the bad shit can't live, dude. Where look did it you, up. You, you can look it up. You can you can research it. I'm not just making okay. shit up. You can, so, you can research it. All right, I'm gonna look up I'm gonna look up um uh does the body get sick when it's more acidic? That's the first thing that I'm gonna look up. Which I okay. I sense it's all bullshit and uh you're lying. <laughs> Okay, so, okay, yeah, so whatever. The pH, yeah, high, high, low, it doesn't matter. You don't, basically, you don't want to be acidic. And yes, uh, fucking apple cider vinegar tastes terrible. Oh, I see people, it's like, oh my God. But wait a minute. Chris says vinegar is an acid. Yes, it is. Well, how can you become more basic when you're consuming an acid? I know it sounds it sounds reversed, um, and you'd have to read up on how the, the science of that works. Essentially, what happens is like how your body digests it. Like I can't fucking remember, guys. Point is, it makes your body less acidic. Okay. So you have to just yeah do that or whatever. All right, all right. Yeah, I do that. I do nasal rinses when I need to, and I'll tell you what, dude, I don't get sick. All right. Well, I will. I will look that up. I do have apple cider vinegar. I actually have a bottle of it. Is it, well, it's got to be not like the cooking kind because you can get like the cooking kind. Don't drink that because that would be fucking gross, even grosser and probably not good. <laughs> so, wait a minute. There's the cooking kind and then there's stuff that says uh, drink this on the bottle? No, um, that's the tricky part of the apple cider vinegar industry. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, no, it's got a, it's, it says um, with the mother like in the mothers in like quotes like quotation marks um but it's got to be unfiltered raw and i think unpasteurized but the the fucking cooking kind is like it does it, it is like filtered and pasteurized okay. and all that bullshit and it, it doesn't have the mother in it yeah there you go bragg's brand that's the one okay i see it bragg's brand all right uh well i uh, it looks like a lot of people are um are, are are kind of like uh, st- uh, talking similarly about you. I'm I'm telling you, dude. You freaking you take it. it, it it's you can like feel it like go down into your stomach and start doing the work or whatever. But I'm telling you, dude. Like I just I I used to get you know when you're in college and you're younger and shit. Like you get sick all the time. Once I started doing this, dude, never. I just I just never get sick. All right. 
I'm going to try it. Not not right now, but I'll uh, I'm, I'm at least going to research it. For sure. Yeah, well, you can look up even things like like the top benefits of apple cider vinegar or whatever. You'll find some serious shit in there. And be, even if you if you have a history of getting kidney stones or whatever, it breaks up kidney stones. So there's a lot of a lot of crazy shit in there. <laughs> Uh, Jason says, I've been taking Bragg's three times a day for the last three to four years. Oh, my God. He probably never gets sick either. Everybody's do- talking about this. I, I, I can't believe the uh, people that are coming out of the woodwork. Uh, Aram? People are, people are uh, I, I would say, um, not hesitant to talk. People like to be in groups, right? So, like. These days, the you know the pharmaceutical industry, all that kind of we, we, it's all vaccines. These days. people like are, you don't want to be the guy that's like, yeah, just drink apple cider vinegar because everyone everyone who's all in the in the group's gonna be like, oh no, like listen to your doctor and like because your doctor would be like, oh apple cider vinegar, there's no proof, there's no gotcha, because like, they, they you know they want to give you the meds or whatever. But right I'm on. telling you, like it works, dude, and. um that's how, I kind of live my life. I'm kind of like, uh, take care of your own fucking health, dude. You know, don't like re- depend on others or meds or whatever. So that's what I do. I, do, I, I preventative is a good word to use. I'd say. Okay. Well, uh, thank you, man. I appreciate the input. Okay. Okay, for sure. All right. Uh, any, any big plans this weekend? Um, yeah. So uh, this weekend is my one weekend of going hunting. So um, it kind of worked out funny. My so my uncle's up here. Front. He lives in uh, one of those fucking Carolinas, either North Carolina or South Carolina. I can never remember. But so he's up here um, for the week, and we worked it out where me and Blue's dad and my dad and him are going to go hunting. My dad doesn't fucking hunt, so that ought to be pretty funny. Okay. Well, good luck out there. Be safe, okay, buddy? Oh, for sure, dude. Okay, very good. Thank you, Kyle. All right, we'll catch you guys later. All right, buddy, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Oh, the uh, Canadian Twitch guru number one, Don Collins, is here. Don, welcome. Glad you are here. I uh, I, I haven't had the uh, uh, best of luck today. I've, uh, I'm have i a little down on my, a little under the weather, and um, that's an excuse, but things i've been messing things up uh we talked on off of the podcast about my inability to get the uh zoom two-person shot to go here on twitch uh that losing streak continues because you missed it earlier as i slogged my way through trying to get my guests there kyle i ended up just using him on the phone but i i have got to go back to the drawing board on this thing down i am not getting this and i don't know if it's my 51 year old brain or what but uh, just letting you know, I, I'm, I'll be back in touch with Canadian Twitch guru number two, Sean, about trying to get this right. Because every time I try to do a two-person shot, I am just messing it up. Okay? So, and I, I hope Sean doesn't get impatient with me. I don't think he will. He doesn't seem like the type, you know? Uh, also, help Eric get some emotes. Uh, Sean is working on that. In fact, I just sent him all of the artwork for the emotes. So that is happening. He has to, he's doing that right now. Okay. Don says he'll fix you up in the, in seconds. Sean is Canadian. He's a saint. Sorry. It's all, oh, it's not you. It's not you guys. It's the fact that I'm slow and feeble and just don't know things, but uh, it takes a while. It seems like for, to get things to stick with me. So, 
uh, on the audio podcast. You probably won't be able to tell anything that happened because I am going to edit all of that out. That was a disaster. Oh, my gosh. So terrible. I apologize. You were hearing like two things. Uh, you were hearing an ad playing while I was talking. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. All right. So thank you to Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Always a good time talking to him. Uh, meanwhile, where are we? The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Call upon them if you need a mortgage. 231-332-6505. No matter where you are in the U.S., Mario can help you. With the exception, of course, of, uh, as I've indicated before, Maine, Hawaii, Alaska, and South Carolina. But uh, don't hesitate. I mean, get pre-approved on a mortgage. NMLS number 3035. Uh, he can help you if your credit score is in the dumpster or like dumpster divers, or uh, doing great. You know, it doesn't matter. I'm just telling you that uh, not all mortgage dudes or ladies are created equal. Some might be like, I don't want to deal with someone who has a bad credit score. Not Mario. He will help you. Okay. Then there's TC Paintball. Now, we lost the tarantula farmer. We lost Terry Mays. They had a positive COVID case at, uh, at I'm sorry, Terry Emo. We lost Terry Emo because of a positive uh, COVID case. So we are down a little bit, but I think we'll still have in the neighborhood of 20 people for our paintball war coming up on Sunday. But I'm still taking RSVPs up until the last minute. So if you're going, let me know. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I would appreciate that. Okay, I got to take a break. Got to take a break before I continue this thing. Whew intermission i gotta go tinkle oh thank you don he uh he says does everybody here share the link to the show with their social media friends uh please do click the little tray with the arrow in it located at the bottom right of the screen let's get this popping he says absolutely bottom right of the screen on your computer little tray with an arrow in it click that and do what he said Oh, boy. Damn. I just feel wore down. Oh, God. Lipping my way through this. Okay. Let's see if this can carry the load for me a little bit. The uh, head coach of the University of Georgia is Kirby Smart. Okay. There's a new trend in college football where the um, the coaches and their players are going into the locker room. And uh, when they're getting, like, spoken to or, or yelled at or whatever, um, somebody records it and then releases it to the world. To the delight of me, this is the audio of uh, Kirby Smart from the University of Georgia. He's talking about uh, his team taking on the University of Florida. Check out this audio. Now remember, like, 
like yesterday, I still remember like yesterday walking out of this, this picture that I have. The look, the look, the look and the feeling I had. Looking at Tyson, looking at Stokes, looking at those guys. You know what, guys? This is our fucking year. This is our fucking year. We're doing the how we play. It's zero to fucking zero, and you make them never want to play again. All that shit they're talking, I love it, Jamar. You didn't say shit. You don't say shit to them. You just laugh and point at the scoreboard. Let me get a picture, J.D., pointing at the fucking scoreboard. Don't say shit to their undisciplined ass. Because we are. We are disciplined, and I am still going to take the fucking shit out of them. Physically, physically, I want to break them. I'm talking about fucking break these bitches on defense and offense. We're talking about breaking bitches on defense and offense? I don't know about you, but I want to run through a brick wall after hearing that. That is awesome. Kirby Smart, Georgia. They are number one in the nation right now. I want to break those bitches. That was spectacular. Holy shit. Uh, I think the top four of the standings just came out. You got uh, 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 Georgia is at the tip top of it. And Michigan State plays Ohio State this weekend. That will be huge. Holy crap. So great. I lo- but if you're a coach or you're what I mean, the fact that somebody is recording that shit and it's it's leaking out like that, I don't know how great that is, you know, because if you if it's if it's potentially being leaked out and you're a coach, who knows what the hell you're going to say? And then that's a great way to get canceled. Hmm. So I don't know about that. That might not be a great thing at all. Speaking of coaches. John Gruden. Remember John Gruden? Uh, he was he before Henry Ruggs killed somebody uh, while playing for the Las Vegas Raiders. The big story coming out of the Raiders camp was John Gruden referring to Roger Goodell as F rhymes with Baggett, which then caused uh, a whole shitstorm to take place, and uh, he ended up. Uh, getting fired or he he resigned and um then there was talk about what 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 might happen next well he's suing the nfl he's like this is bullshit check this out he's suing the nfl uh in a lawsuit and commissioner roger goodell sought to destroy his career and reputation through a malicious and orchestrated campaign he filed this lawsuit late, uh, late last week. Uh, Gruden resigned in October as head of the Raiders after reports emerged of him using homophobic, racist, and misogynistic language and emails while he worked as an ESPN analyst. Yeah, that whole thing was weird because uh, while investigating the culture of the uh, Washington football team, the one thing that they parked on was this set of emails with the guy who worked for the team and Gruden, who wasn't even like in the NFL at that point. And so I thought that that was all very, very strange how they unloaded on him and said, well, because of something you did however many years ago that was when you weren't even really, you were only an announcer. You now have to quit your job with the Raiders. Doesn't seem right. The questionable emails were uncovered as part of a league investigation into workplace conduct. The complaint alleges that the defendant selectively leaked Gruden's private correspondence to the Wall Street Journal and New York Times in order to harm Gruden's reputation and force him out of his job. 
Uh, his attorney says there is no explanation or justification for why Gruden's emails were the only ones made public out of the 650,000 emails collected in the NFL's investigation by the Washington of the Washington football football team or for why the emails were held for months before being released in the middle of the Raiders season. So that's weird. And uh, I think that I think they got a case. NFL says, ah, bullshit. The allegations are entirely uh, meritless and the NFL will vigorously defend against these claims because I want Gruden to win because I want him back coaching in the NFL because that would be fantastically awkward. My God. So Gruden making claims that no bullshit. They just wanted me out because I called Goodell the F word F word rhymes with Baggett. Oh boy, this is turning really messy. Holy crap. Okay. Um, I wanted to get to this one. This is so strange. And that's uh, when I was, um, uh, what do you call it? When the uh, ad was playing in the background, it was because of this story right here. And uh, so I had to close it down. But there's this dude for uh, Old Dominion University. Dr. Alan Walker. Alan Walker is extremely woke, extremely in touch with, um, um, well, I, I guess it really doesn't matter, but I'll just, I'll just leave that alone. Um, that part of the story, I won't even say it, but um, he is saying that the word pedophile should not be used to refer to people who are attracted to children. He is saying that the word pedophile has a stigma. And it's like, well, yeah, of course it does. They're pedophiles. What more do you need? So he is actually saying that we need to change the term pedophile because it, uh, if, you had, if you label someone as a pedophile when they are attracted to children, they are vilified, treated poorly, ostracized maybe kept uh, apart from a community things like that and 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 yes of course who gives a shit it's a pedophile this dude alan walker did an interview with a group called the protasia uh prostasia i'm sorry prostasia foundation arguing arguing to get rid of the term pedophile and that we have to refer to them as minor attracted people. Yeah, hey, well, I'm a minor attracted person. I'm attracted to kids. Okay, if I'm attracted to kids, I don't want anybody to label me anything, okay? Uh, typically, people who are attracted to kids aren't like saying, hey, we don't have our rights. They pretty much know they're fucked up. I, I don't think that... I, I don't even think the people who are attracted to kids would be behind the big movement by Dr. Alan Walker to change the uh, terminology of what they are. I don't think calling them minor attracted people makes it any better. Hell, you're a pedophile. And he's like, no, no, you can't be called a pedophile. A pedophile is a criminal. His point is that not all people who are attracted to children commit crimes he says it's less stigmatizing 
than, than, uh, than the term pedophile. A lot of people, when they hear the term pedophile, they automatically assume that it means a sex offender, and that isn't true. And it leads to a lot of misconceptions about attractions toward minors. Boy, what a, what a hill to die on. To die on the hill of, we need to have the right type of uh, a terminology for people who want to have sex with children. <laughs> we do? All right. I mean, there's, and, and there's about a million other things to uh, uh, try to get equality for. Oh, why are you fighting so hard for people who are attracted to kids? Ugh. Okay. And this guy is given a bad name for gay people uh, because he, this guy's super gay uh, and, and he's just really, really flamboyant about it. And, uh, and so, you know, uh, gay people are like, shit, you know, what the last thing we need is somebody saying we need to wave the flag for people who like to have sex with kids. You know, seriously, you're fucking it up. We've we've worked so hard to try to get a, a, a foothold in the world for equality. And here you are with your rainbow frame glasses talking like an asshole saying that we need to have more sympathy for pedophiles. We, well, OK, I'll tell you what, let's go halfway. Why don't you just call him Kyle? OK, go that route instead of uh, referring to them as whatever it is you said. Uh, minor attracted people or maps. You can just call them Kyle. Fuck. Uh, not everybody sees it that way, including people on campus like Andrew Lumbacus, the president of the Old Dominion University College Republicans. Oh, great. That's what you do. You go right to the Republicans and say, hey, this gay guy wants to stop calling pedophiles pedophiles and call them uh, minor attracted people stand by i was very surprised and shocked i actually could didn't believe it until i saw it on twitter limbacus said i'm actually thinking about planning a peaceful protest against alan walker oh yeah that'll go great i'm inviting all republicans to show oh man oh boy uh, in the interview, Walker stressed that child sex abuse is never okay. They explained there is a difference between attraction and behavior. My God. Yeah, I don't think we need to have anybody uh, a throwing their support behind people who are attracted to children. Probably not the best thing. Now, that's just me, though. Jesus. Very rough. All right. Uh, folks, I am officially running out of gas. I am going to call it. I just feel like fuck. So I'm going to end with the asshole of the day after I tell you about A&E heating and cooling. Call upon them. 616-516-8579. Full house comedy. Go see a show there. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, 616-532-6600. Sarah Honda Granville, online at sarahondagranville.com. And Frank the Tank Fuss at My Policy Shop Insurance. Buy insurance here. I have an email that um, Justin sent. Actually, I, I, I think I will read that about Frank. Okay. 
Justin writes, hang on. My wife and I recently recently reached out to Frank the Tank. You could be not you could not be more spot on without uh, without oh my god with how amazing he is in the insurance world. Not only are we saving on our monthly payment, uh, he's talking about through the marketplace, but we have a much better dental plan than before. He was incredibly easy to work with and has great communication through the whole process. He's also he is also going to be at my in laws' wife's business tomorrow to set them up with a plan. To me, this is some seriously incredible customer service, especially considered we, considering we are not paying him a dime. Thank you for having him as a sponsor on your show. I look forward to working with the tank in the future and many of your other sponsors that I can help support. He says, Jason Mays may get a call from me soon. I like your idea of the gift of lube for Christmas. A farmer and I worked for for back in my late teens and early 20s always said, you can never have enough lube. Sign up north, Jason, Justin, idiot, not him, me. Up north, Justin. Oh, my God. Okay. I am going to do a Patreon, but I need to regroup. I'm just running out of steam. Your asshole today is Henry Ruggs III again for fucking it up already and uh, not getting his alcohol test. That guy's an asshole. Holy shit. Okay, enjoy the day. Thank you for being part of this one, as screwed up as it was. I'll talk to you a little later on on the Patreon, or maybe tomorrow if you check me out here on the live stream or the recorded audio podcast. Please share. Share that the uh, show is on Twitch with your pals. Just uh, click on the arrow in the tray in the lower right-hand corner, according to the Canadian Twitch guru. Till next time, folks, thank you so much. See ya. Bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.